This morning's reading is taken from John's Gospel, chapter 4, starting from verse 1. Now, when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptising more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptise, but only his disciples, he left Judea and departed again for Galilee. And he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you... A Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria, for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Good morning, everyone. It's great to be with you. My name is Ed. We're going to be looking at two of the verses that we just had read to us, verse 13 and verse 14 of John chapter 4. Let me just read them to us again. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks from this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. So, this morning there are two things that Jesus wants us to know from these verses. Firstly, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, thirsty again. Now, this may sound obvious. Jesus was talking to a, a woman, as we heard. They were standing next to a well. Now, in most, most towns and cities, we don't have many wells. But what we do have in every house, well, nearly every house, is a tap. And it's a bit like standing next to a tap. And what he was saying was, if you drink this water again, so uh, here, here I am just getting some water. Um, if I try, well, the technical word, I should say, is quench. If I try and quench my thirst, what that means is if I try and uh, stop being thirsty, by having a drink. If I try and quench my thirst with this water, I will be thirsty again. Just have to wait 10 minutes. And I am thirsty again. Jesus says, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but what Jesus is doing is talking about more than just 
physical water. He's talking about more than the thirst of our bodies. He's talking about the thirst of our souls. Now, I think the best way to try and help us understand the thirst of our souls is to describe it to you. So let me tell you about George. George is two, but he's almost three and it's going to be his birthday very soon. And he has asked his mum for a toy dinosaur. Now, I, I have a toy dinosaur here. Let me let me bring it to the camera. Um, I think it's an, let's see, it's a, ooh, a Euphilocephalus. Not heard of that one, maybe you have. Now, the, the toy that George wants isn't quite like this one. For, for a start, he doesn't want a Euphilocephalus. He wants a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And he doesn't want one that's, let's be honest, is quite small. He wants one that is this big. And he doesn't want one that just sort of doesn't do anything. He wants one that moves and roars because frankly, a moving giant Tyrannosaurus Rex is, is pretty much the best toy that any three-year-old boy could ever want. Anyway, his birthday comes and his mum gives him a, a big present and he tears off the wrapping paper and in it he finds a enormous moving Tyrannosaurus Rex and he is so happy. It's like there's a thirst inside him that's been quenched but then you wait a bit, maybe a few days, maybe a few months, certainly by his next birthday and what's happened is the toy dinosaur is now with all the other toys he doesn't play with anymore. And now he wants a remote control car for his fourth birthday. And he is thirsty again. Let me tell you about Lisa. Lisa's a little bit older. She's uh, in year seven at school. She really, she really wants the cool kids to like her. And so she sets up an Instagram account and she starts to take really nice photos. She takes some lovely photos of herself wearing her best clothes or drinking a, a super healthy smoothie for, for breakfast. And she gets lots of likes, she gets lots of them and it makes her happy. But then you, you just wait a bit and suddenly the likes don't seem enough and she's taking the next picture and trying to get more. Or there's, there's that's right, and she's thirsty again, I should say. Or then there's, there's, there's Bob and uh, he's even older. He's working towards his exams his, his A-levels, and he's really stressed, to be honest. He's, he's quite irritable and grumpy, and he really wants to do well. And the exams come, he sits them, he does really well. He gets five A-stars or ten nines or whatever it is nowadays, I, I don't know. His parents are so proud, he is delighted. But then you wait a bit, and he's at university now, and he's stressed, and he's irritable, and he's grumpy again, and he's working towards the next exams, and he's thirsty again. And I could go on. Imagine the employee who gets a pay rise. The pay rise they dreamed of, but the next day they're back working towards the next one and they're thirsty again. Or the mother who gets the toy dinosaur for their child because they just want them to be happy. Uh, but then he's thirsty again and so she's thirsty again. Or there's the sportsman wanting to win the competition or the lovers wanting to drink love till morning or the protesters wanting change or the politicians who want power or the, the preacher who wants popularity. And maybe they get a bit. And they are always thirsty again. You see, there is a, a thirst of our body, which we try and uh, quench with water and apple juice and Coke. And there is a thirst of our souls 
which we try and quench with all sorts of things, a thirst that's deep down within us. And Jesus says, whoever drinks of this water will be thirsty again. I wonder if that's the story of your life. If you don't know Jesus or before you knew Jesus or even now that you do know Jesus, so often you're trying to drink from other things, whether it's toys or Instagram accounts or exams or love or lovers or houses or <laughs> whatever it is. And you are always thirsty again. Please let me be clear. It's not, it's not wrong to have a toy dinosaur that's massive and is a Tyrannosaurus Rex and Roars. It's not wrong to own it. It's not wrong to enjoy it. It's not wrong to be sad if it got broken. But there's something that we do as human beings, which is try and find quen thirst quenching joy in it. And we're always thirsty again. And the problem is we make a complete mess of our lives in the process. You know, imagine, George, let's just be a bit more <laughs> realistic. He wants the dinosaur. I want the dinosaur. And he's rude and he's grumpy till he gets it. And then when he has it, he's proud and arrogant. Have you seen my dinosaur? It's better than your dinosaur. It's so good. And then he's rude and grumpy again because he wants the next thing. That's... It's us as kids, it's us as adults. We are, we try and quench the thirst of our souls with all sorts of things and we leave a little trail of destruction in the process because we're too busy working on our jobs or we're so desperate to find love that we turn our backs on the ones who love us or we're, well, all sorts of things. We leave a trail of broken relationships and shameful memories in our wake because we thirst. And so we have another thirst on top of our thirst of the soul, which is the thirst of forgiveness. And again, we do all sorts of things to try and make up for the things we do wrong. And we are always thirsty again until, until we come to Jesus Christ and drink the water he gives us. He says in these, in these verses, whoever drinks of these, this water will be thirsty again. He's talking about physical water. He's also talking about the things that we try and use to quench the thirst of our souls. But then he says, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. We'll think about that in a moment, but before we do, we're going to sing. And perhaps before we sing, it might be good just to pause, pause the video and have a think. What am I looking to, to try and quench the thirst of my soul? But then we'll sing. I am, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. And we'll come to hear what he has to say in the second verse, verse 14. Jesus said, whoever drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But then he says, verse 14, whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The second thing that Jesus wants us to know is that if we drink the water that he gives, we will never thirst again. What he's saying here is that he offers us something that can quench the, the thirst of our soul 
when nothing else can. Uh, and he gives a little picture of this. It goes on to say, the water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Now, the, the Bible says trying to drink things to quench the thirst of our soul that isn't the Lord Jesus is a bit like trying to drink. Well, I mean, it literally says from cisterns, but I, the best I could do is a, is a, is a gutter. It's trying to lick the gutter to quench our thirst. Now, licking the gutter, I mean, well, ugh, disgusting. I mean, it's not on a very effective way of getting water. And it's not very good for you because, um, well, frankly, it's, it, it's filthy. But that's like what life is like, isn't it? We're, we're always thirsty again and we always get things wrong if we try and quench the thirst of our souls with things that aren't Jesus. But Jesus says, if you try and quench the thirst of your soul with the water that I give you, it will be like a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Now, I don't have a spring in my house. A spring is where a, a river starts. And um, which is a good thing I don't have one in my house, but near my parents' house is a river. Uh, here's a video of it. Imagine drinking from that river. You would never be thirsty again. If I sit here and, and lick the gutter for the rest of my life, I will always be thirsty. But if I were to sit in that river with my mouth open like this, and the water would pour, I would never be thirsty again. No, I, I don't recommend uh, you do that because it is just a picture here. It's just a picture of what Jesus offers us, but, but it is a, a true picture. The water he gives, he says, is, is in John 7, he says, it's like streams of living water. It's like a spring welling up within you to eternal life. And that is because the water that he gives is the spirit of God. Now, why does the Spirit of God satisfy us? Well, he brings us to know God, or, or, or even more accurately, he brings God to us. One of the things we, we long for most obviously is we, we, we long to be loved. We long for people to love us and people to like us. But the problem is that, well, they're just as empty as we are. They long to be loved too, and we can't help one another. But God is not empty. He is full of love. The, the Father has loved the Son and the Spirit forever. It's like, it's like the Father is the, is the spring of love, the, the fountain, the source. And flowing from him has been forever and ever rivers, oceans of love that he's poured out on the Son. And he's done so by the Spirit. So when the Spirit comes to live in you, He pours out that river, that ocean of love into your heart. And, and it's not just love, it's goodness and life and joy. God is full of all that is excellent, all that we look to to quench the thirst of our soul. So when Jesus gives us his spirit, it's like a spring welling up to eternal life, which is to know God, the Father and Jesus Christ. When Jesus gives us this water, we find what we've always been looking for. Better than any created thing. What's better than toy dinosaurs and, and likes on Instagram and exams and lovers and family with the, the one who, who invented all that's good. And, and we find what makes us good. You know, 
because we're thirsty, it's like we're always trying to take from people, which is why we often feel so terrible about the things we do. But when we come to know God, he fills us to overflowing so we have something to share with people. I'm happy to give you my toy dinosaur because I, I know him and I want you to know him too. And when we come to know God, we, we find what lasts. The pleasures and things we enjoy in this world, they're a bit like the shooting stars. If you've ever seen a shooting star, they're beautiful, but they're gone in an instant. They flash across the sky and they're gone. That's like all the joy we have in this life. It's gone so quickly. But to know God is like to see the sun so much brighter and will never go out. That's why the water Jesus gives satisfies. How does it work? Well, very briefly, that the Spirit brings God to us and he also takes the work of the Lord Jesus Christ and makes it effective in our lives. And you might have to ask your parents about this, but we make it a mess drinking from the gratis, trying to quench the thirst of our souls from things that aren't God. But the truth is, we so hate God that we choose the gutters. We would rather drink from the gutter than come to the river. And we deserve to thirst forever for that. We deserve it. And we will do without Jesus. But on the cross, Jesus was punished for the wrong things we have done so that we could be forgiven. He, he died that we might have eternal life. He thirsted so that our thirst could be quenched. And the Spirit takes that work and it's like he uses it to clean us up, to forgive us. And to know God's forgiveness and love. And he uses it to help us to start to love the river. To love what is truly good. Verse 13, it says, Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. All the things we look to, to quench the thirst of our souls. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. One application, stop trying to drink from the gutter, but come to Jesus and ask him for living water. And that might be for the first time. It may be the first time you've heard about this, that Jesus can satisfy the thirst of your soul, that he can quench it. Today would be a great day to ask him to give you this. That's what he says in verse 10. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Today would be a great day to do that for the first time, but it would also be a great day to do that for the hundredth time. I don't know about you if you're a Christian. You know the love of God. You know how good he is to you. You know he's the best thing in your life and yet you're still trying to drink from the gutter. Caring so much what people think of you. Or even in the toys, you know, adults like toys too. And you think they'll make you happy and you forget. Let's come back to Jesus. And say, Lord Jesus, please pour out your spirit upon me. That I might know how good you are more fully. And be satisfied with you. We're going to be thinking more about this this evening. But let's pray as we end and then we'll sing. Lord Jesus, we do not deserve for you to love us. We don't deserve for you to give us your spirit. We don't deserve for you to die for us. But all the same, you offer us 
you offer for us this great gift, a spring of living water welling up within us to eternal life. Lord, please would you give it to each one of us and help us to delight in it. Help us to seek to drink of this rather than anything else. That the thirst of our souls may be quenched, that we may honour you in our lives and enjoy you in eternity. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.